We spoke yesterday about the idea of minyan, that where do we learn out? The idea of having ten from the strangest of places. We learn it out from the rebellion of Korach, as well as from the sin of the spies, that not magical number ten um, that we've always had to strive for thereafter in order to make a minyan. And we said that despite the fact that they were wrong uh, in their action, in their words, uh, in their overreach, all of that is true. Uh, but nonetheless, there were embers of uh, desire, uh, proper desire, and uh, that itself Hashem, so to speak, rewarded in that they would be the vehicle by which we learn the idea of minyan. And this also answers a very strange medrash that Vayikahalu al Moshe al Aaron Vayomru alehem, right? So they told Moshe, Rav Lochem, Moshe, you're seizing everything for yourself. So Moshe responds uh, in turn. Moshe responds to them, like playing tennis. Moshe responds to them, Rav Lochem, B'nai Levi, right? He hits the ball back. You're telling me, Rav? He tells them back, Rav Lachem B'nei Levi. You have enough what you got, Levi. Addressing Kairach, particularly, he was a Levite. He was carrying the Ark. It's enough. You don't need to be the Cain also. You're a Levi. That's enough. So it says, actually, that Moshe was punished. Moshe was punished for that. Moshe was punished for saying, Rav Lachem B'nei Levi. Because ultimately, you know, what does God tell Moshe at the end in, 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 in Devarim, right? He says, what's the passage? Rav Lach, it's enough. When, when Moshe's pleading with God, he's pleading with HaKadosh Baruch, well, let me enter the land of Israel. So he tells him, Rav Lach, it's enough for you. Don't continue to speak about this. You told them, Rav, Right, you told them, Rav Lachem B'nei Levi, it's enough for you, B'nei Levi. So I'm telling you, it's enough. You don't have to enter the land of Israel. And the question is, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? They were wrong. Kairach was wrong. Kairach was wrong. Of course he was wrong. What does God mean? You use Rav, I use Rav. What's it mean? This explanation, I heard a beautiful explanation, which is in line with the same idea as we've been saying till now. It's no question Kairach was wrong. The only question is that, you know, when you want to correct somebody, you have to be very careful how you do so. How you do so, right? Right? You know, are they going to be built or are they going to be broken? And also, not only, it's not only what you say and the correctness of your position, it's how you say it, right? I, I was reading... Uh, um, uh, so my son introduced me to this thing that you get a, a free micro book every day. They take some real book and they, um, and they condense it because, you know, people have no attention span, right? So you got to read everything in, uh, you know, 15, 15 minutes is a long time already, but, you know, 13 minutes or less and you get the whole book. Okay, you get usually nothing, but uh, it's free, so I read it. So uh, you got to have something to do when you uh, can't learn Torah. 
So uh, I, uh, I get, I read it uh, through. So today's was uh, Dale Carnegie, right? How to Win Friends. Usually the books are contemporary. So they're usually modern books, which are usually worthless. So I don't bother reading them. But Dale Carnegie was from 1930. I think he wrote the book in 1936 or so. I couldn't believe it. I thought it was much more recent. Um, so how to win friends and influence people. So he writes there very interestingly. He says that when you criticize somebody, you have to critique, critique an employee. You have to criticize. You have to give them feedback. So he says there are two ways to do it. You could criticize him or you could praise him. I should mean praise him. You can't praise him. He did, he did it wrong. You got to get it right. Right. So what you say is so your energy is fantastic. It's phenomenal. It's amazing what you did over here. Happens to have been, you know, this point over here, this point you have to fix. But a, a, amazing presentation. Right? However, you fill in the blanks over here. What, what, uh, you know, what, what, what the Medrash is saying that Hashem is telling Moshe is you should have told. You should have used the same um, phrase a little bit according to this Medrash. Right? He should have told just like he told Yahushua. When Eldad Umeidad Misnabim Bamachane, he said, Would it be that everybody was the prophet of God? So perhaps he could have said, Maybe could have said, Right, Kairach, um, I love your enthusiasm. It's phenomenal. Right? And then go on to say, But you know, you can't, you can't be a Kain. I also want to be a Kain. But just say, You know what I mean? It's just not in the cards for us. It's not in the cards. And that's that message of the Medrish. Right is is a message really to all of us that you know when you correct you have to always build even when you're breaking you have to build right last week we spoke about when you pull and you push you pull right you have to change the person so here's another idea right use positivity right use positivity and right right be effusive in the praise and then point out the issue that needs to be addressed right so if you don't last week I was quoting it to you. Right, from Tyre, from, from things. Uh, right, right uh, you heard it from me. This is, forget me, this is from Dale Carnegie. Okay, I haven't sold 13 million books. The guy sold 13 million books. Right, so, you know, uh, but, but that's the idea here. That, that's what the Medrash is painting of Rav Lachem B'nai Levi. Right, when you see these words, right, we should be reminded that even Meshir Rabbeinu, even when he's good, Meshir is Meshir, you know, even when he's putting down an insurrection, Right, da, da, da. I always wonder in these medrashim. Right, how did the man have any uh, patience for any of this? But uh, nonetheless, for you and I, normal people, right, uh, we certainly should have patience, and we certainly should be able when we address others, we should be addressing it. Lift, right, build, right, and then you correct. Um, I did not use up my a lot of time. Okay, so the the medrash says uh, first time ever, right, right. Okay. The Medrash paints fantastic. Kairach is working them up all night. Ah, he's got them going. He's got them all. Right? We, we spoke about Boka Viyoda. Moshe Rabbeinu was trying to kick the till tomorrow because every you sleep on it, your sanity will prevail. Right? But Kairach understood the opposite. He understood that you got to keep the masses riled up. So he basically what Kairach did in the brilliance of his presentation is he is changing his tactic. He's pushing the envelope in each of the midrashim. You see him move 
the argument a little bit further. And one of the Midrashim, it paints that he gets the people together and he says, he tells them, you know, you know how Moshe orchestrated this Torah? He orchestrated it, right, there's this whole tithing system, right, that benefits him, right, and benefits um, his uh, heir and his brother and benefits himself as a Levite. He's got this whole system and he, they paint the picture. There was this woman, right, and she was a, a widow with her daughter, right, and they hardly had what to eat and they had a field and they worked the field and, you know, they're about to finally gather in whatever produce they grow and all of a the sudden they gather in that meager amount knocking on the door. Who is Aaron? Yes, yes, Aaron. Uh, truma, please. Truma, give me the tithe for the truma. Right, okay. She gives him the tithe for the truma. She's about to sit down and eat. She opens the door. Maisha's there. Yes, Maisha. 10%, Levite. 10%. Where's my 10%? Right, and she realizes she's going to have nothing to eat. So what she does is she sells the field and she gets herself a cow. Right, she, she, she gets herself sheep. She gets herself sheep, right? You said this already in your class. Oh, because I feel bad if you said in the class. So he says he sells it the sheep, and then she shears the sheep, right? She make money on the sheep, because shear the sheep. Oh, she gets the, the wool. Now there's a mitzvah that you have to take off a certain percentage of the sheep. And so she's about to enjoy the be- benefit of that. No. Give me my, my share. And then she goes ahead and she's, she, I'm, I'm missing one piece. She slaughtered, no, I'm missing one piece. She slaughters it? Yeah. She, she slaughters the sheep, right? And then she's about to, to, to eat from it. Give me, there's a certain pieces you have to give to the kayan. And uh, the, the curtain comes down and he, she says she's left starving. So I learned the Medrash, the, 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 the I, I didn't do it justice. The Medrash paints it you um, like in a play. Like in a play with much more drama than I presented it. So, which was, uh, so I, I learned the Medrash. I, I was crying. I felt so bad for the lady. Right? And you see the power of Kairach. He makes you emotional. Your mom is tearing up. Right? And then after I, I read the Medrash and I'm about to cry. Yeah, and I thought to myself, the guy is so good. He's painting. Forget that the story, you read the story as if it's real and he's painting it. This is happening. And then you realize, one minute, what are you talking about? These mitzvahs, many of them didn't apply. They weren't in Israel yet. He made you so worked up, so emotional, so we're going to get those, uh, you know what, fill in the blanks. And you realize it it wasn't even a real story. It wasn't even a real story. The answer is that it's just a tinderbox. It was just an excuse. Right? I don't want to relate it to, to current events, but you could do it on your own. It's just an excuse. Right? Just the excuse. Right? has nothing to do. Right? You know, you get all worked up. You know, the, you know, you got to love that New York Times, right? Right? Some of the people, the children that were on the front cover, they were terrorists. It doesn't mention there was several of them were 17. Some were over 17. And they were the terrorists. You know, in Hamas, that there's, these are the children, you know, the doctors and lawyers that Israel killed. Right? This, you get so emotional, you don't think. You don't think. Nobody's thinking. Right? And that is... You know, uh, that, that's what the press wants. And then uh, Kairach was, uh, he was the, the PR. No one, no one 
was a better PR man than Kair. He had the, he was an orator par excellence in the Medrash for sure. And that is a message that we have to be very careful that when you hear things, are you acting from here or are you acting from here? Right, you hear things, it's good to be emotional. You have to be an emotional person. You have to be a sensitive person, but you have to also have a filter. Uh, you have to be able to ask yourself, and that's really what the Medrash is painting for us. The Medrash is painting for us is that, you know, right, you can get moved, you can get, right, uh, you can get, uh, your emotions could distort as well. And, and with that, so we'll close, but this is the idea of the power of tears, because there's something called true tears and false tears, that's the idea of the sin of the spies where they cried, the idea of Tisha B'Av in tears and the power of tears. But, as with Hashem, we will do that on another evening. God willing soon.